Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Bet Online, our exclusive wagering partner. Bet Online, of course, where you get all your action on NFL football, NBA basketball, about to get started up in the coming weeks here. And Bet Online AG is the place you want to go. More options to wager than anywhere else online. So, online today, take advantage of all the great midseason bonuses, offers, and contests. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Use the code CLNS50 when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline.ag, code CLNS50 to get you 50% off your initial deposit. All right, welcome in. Celtics postgame show. Celtics win. Boston Not bad. Party edition. Yes, the P party. Josue Pavone is desperately knocking at the door and can't get in. Um, so we don't know what we're going to do here because he can't hear us. So we're hoping to get him in eventually. Uh, but the Celtics win. That's all they do now, right? It was an interesting it, – it, uh, it, was, it was a sketchy way to win, but we'll take it because 10 points evaporated very quickly in that final minute there. But the rookie, yeah. of the future rookie of the year there to save the day. That was unbelievable. <laughs> that last minute was the story of the season, just hemorrhaging points defensively and unloading on Miami offensively. That must I mean, have been what a weird, weird close, right? To this yeah. game. I yeah, mean, that felt like the whole game, honestly. I, for, for about a minute, I was like, this is great. We're gonna have a show and we're gonna talk about how how well they close. You know, like right. look at these guys, they're closing games. Like that stretch when they built the 10-point lead, they went on the 12 or 13 0 run. It was 95-92, then it was 105-95 over a span of three minutes or something. And that was the guy, the guys who you want shooting took the shots. They made yep. the shots, they got the stops, and then all of a sudden, like I just I think I went to, to get a drink of water and I came back and draw it. It happened in about 50 seconds. It happened in like five seconds. It was like, how how is this game possibly tied? So it's again, it's it, it's it's like so many of these playoff games with this team, too. As soon as you want to get excited about something, you get mad about something else. You know, it's like you know, great, great start, two big lineup work, 17 point lead, pissed it all away, you know? Yeah. And then so, and he, then you get the lineup that works. You put Rob back in. Rob should basically be playing 50 minutes a game. You put the two small guys in, the Edwards-Pritchard lineup, which was hilarious. Um, and, 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 and things started working. They made their way back into it. And then that awesome run late. And, then, and like I said, they kind of just squandered it. It was strange. It was a strange game. So like an Eastern Conference Finals game from right, last it was year, for sure. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so what I see in that last minute is a strange – 
Uh, hard to explain defensive breakdowns we're seeing with this team again and again through nine games. Two of the things that have been themes on the bad side for them are defensive breakdowns and a ton of turnovers, which was actually down tonight for the first time since opening night. Uh, but defensively, I always hear Daniel Tice talk about, you know, you got to get back to the basket, but you also got to find your shooters too from the paint. So you, you get back to the rim, but then you got to get outside too. And they weren't doing that in the final few there. They found Bam underneath on that first Robinson three that was the one there, uh, but Tatum's too late to the perimeter and follows him. So that's where it all started to fall apart there. And then uh, on the Dragic one, he gets two wide open shots after the BAM offensive rebound. So like, just non-existent transition defense once they go up 10 in that final minute. It's like, did they take their foot off the gas because they were up 10 with a minute left? I mean, these are the questions you gotta ask because I keep telling you guys this. Like, the personnel's there. Like, what is it? What is it that they can't hammer down the defense? Because not even the last minute, the whole night tonight, again, and, and Miami's an excellent offense. They move, they're tough, they run a good pick and roll, but it feels like it's something more than that with this team's defense. And, you know, 105 is not the worst number to give up, but it didn't look good. Didn't look great, but I'll take it. I mean, listen, the, the Heat might not be playing like Eastern Conference champions, but they are still coming out that season. They're a talented bunch. They can, you know, roll with the best of them. And, you know, the Celtics, it was a whirlwind game. I mean, going up, what were they up, like 15? Whirlwind uh, day. <laughs> whirlwind, whirlwind, absolutely, from start to finish. I mean, up 15, then down in the third quarter, then up 10 in the final minute and a half. Then all of a sudden it's tied. I went to get my iPad with, with – uh, they went up 10. I'm like, all right, they called the time. I was like, all right, I'm going to get my iPad, you know, get set up. I look up, and I, I think I have to ask you. I was like, wait, what, what just happened? How is this like a three-point game right now? So, I mean, that's how quickly it can turn. So, disappointing that, that that happens to close it out. I mean, that's two games now that, you know, they sort of let the team climb back in it. Not not saying that last the last game was really that close, but they did have to put the starters back in. So, might have a little issue with closing games out early on in the season here. But, listen, the way the way Jason Tatum was shooting the ball tonight, I mean, that to me, before this, before this heat little comeback in Pritchard's game winner, that was the story, was just the threes that he was hitting in the second half in that third quarter especially. Um, it looks like he is right where everybody wants him to be, um, you know, just feeling comfortable taking that that outside shot. Um, and he, it, it feels like with him and Brown, and, and Brown too. I mean, Brown had a had All right, a this has been shooting, the Garden Report here on CLNS Media, brought third, to you by our uh, exclusive uh, online wagering partner, BetOnline. Go to BetOnline like, AG, use the promo the code CLNS50 for 50% off on your first deposit. Once again, Back yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. What are we talking about? We what this... Nothing. Oh. We're done. We're about to wrap it up, but thank yeah. you, buddy. And that's our show. <laughs> we are going to talk about Peyton Pritchard's nickname. We're still looking for a good one. I don't. Um, oh, what? We have a good he one. does it again. We got a couple. We got a couple. I got. I put a poll out there. I'm going to put it in the chat. You guys can um, can um, can uh, vote if you want. We'll see. We'll come up with some new suggestions. We enjoyed it last time. Uh, but he was a hero, and we talked about – we basically talked about it all. What's left? Nothing. Well, I, I, I have this question for you guys. <laughs> Nothing's left this, for you. This Peyton Pritchard start, 
has a rookie. I mean, we're talking nine games now, and you know, Jason Tatum had a phenomenal start to his career here a couple of years ago. But if we're talking rookies and their starts to start their Celtics careers, you guys always bring in that perspective. Has anyone impacted them this much through nine games, like immediately right off the bat? I, I can't think of anyone. Um, maybe Big Al back in the day, Al Jefferson, Zanis. I don't know. Al was great. Obviously, Pierce came in. Antoine like Walker was great. Yeah, I mean, you know, you I, mean, I don't know how far back. we're going. Yeah, you go way back, and those guys were, you know, the original a lot, PP a lot sooner in the draft. I mean, a lot, lot, you know, higher up. So I yeah. mean, yeah, that's a good really. Point. This is definitely a unique situation. I mean, certainly, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head since like the last this this century. So I mean, yeah, I mean, sh- I mean, sh- shout out to shout out to uh, P Party because he's really stepping up here. I mean, the fact that we were talking about this last game, it's not so much who's starting, it's who's in there at the end of game. Who's playing the most minutes? Yeah, exactly. And who's playing the most? Who's playing yeah. in the crunch time? And it was, you know, it was. Well, P party. Yeah, I mean, so uh, Tice had a decent game um, today. The P party continues. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tice played well. Grant Williams again. When you know uh, he started taking to- a little some Thompson minutes there when the du- when when Stevens went back to the double bigs and it wasn't working to start that second half. Uh, mm-hmm. That was it. The double big lineup did play a little bit in the second quarter. Rob Williams again, uh, only fifteen minutes. Um, I, I, I guess the fear that just Bam's going to eat him alive on those pick and rolls here, it's still in the back of their minds. What did you guys think of Rob uh, tonight? I didn't – you know, we th- we said it was going to be a big game for him. He- efficient game. Three of three field goals, 15 minutes, uh, four assists uh, – no, sorry. Uh, he had uh, four rebounds, uh, a block, a steal. He played well, but, uh, you know, they, they really looked like they were trying to put him out there on non-Bam minutes. Yeah, he, he was in and out through the flow of the game. I did like his defense. The closeouts tonight were better. Uh, the improvement there. I saw a good closeout on the left wing. I believe there was one good one on Bam in the corner. Uh, so he's coming along, and it feels like they're kind of pushing him in that direction. Like They're not going to give him 24 right off the bat. They're not going to push him toward 30 early this season. They're going to try to make the most of 14 minutes out of him, get the best they possibly can, and then tonight was another example of that. I didn't see too much negative all that much. And, again, we're talking about one of the most moving offenses in the league when it comes to cutters, when it comes to the amount of ball handlers they have. I mean, there's any given possession where he could be guarding a ball handler like Jimmy Butler. Bam can run the offense. So in terms of 14 minutes, I think you like what you get out of him in this one. And I said this to you on the text line, John. If you put him out there 30 minutes, we've all seen the lineup stats. We've all seen the excellent analytics with him. Once you get that greater sample size, especially within a given game, you can start to see more of those negatives. Now, what I do, but again, we're talking about like what he does for Tatum. So everything Williams does in his analytics, I think you also have to act, you factor in what Tatum does when he's on the floor. And again, Tatum was playing well throughout the game, not just in the Williams minutes, but you could see it in that third quarter where things clogged up. And when, 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 when they went away from Tyson Thompson and, and Rob came in the game, Tatum kind of opened up again. Yeah, and I think overall he's been playing comparable minutes to Tice, certainly. Thompson, absolutely. Uh, So 
you look at the big picture here, he's playing as much as any uh, Celtics big man, if not more here. They just have a big collective. And on a night like tonight, I love what Daniel Tice gave them. He was great cutting to the rim through their two best stretches of this game. That closing 13 nothing stretch where Smart kept finding him. And then the second quarter where Brown was leading the bench unit, kept finding him again and again. Uh, it's just who's going to secure the defense at this point? It's not Tice. Rob's well, that's, what's the, that's what's scary here is, I mean, yeah. I, you know, what do you think here? That's the thing we talked about before the game, uh, you know, and again, let's bring up our text thread from before, Jimmy. You were saying big game for Rob, so I want to hear your thoughts on his minutes. Um, but beyond that, um, we did, uh, you know, we did also say it's a big game for Thompson because you get him to, to, yeah. to kind of be able to hang with the bigs here. And before the game, NBC put up their little graphic there talking about like the BAM stopper and the numbers that Thompson had one-on-one -on -one versus BAM last season were favorable. Um, yeah. And in the beginning, uh, Adebayo was kind of kept in check and then he really got things going as the game uh, wore on here. But, uh, you know, Jimmy, your thoughts on the bigs. I thought the bigs were serviceable. I mean, if you if you look at the stats, Ooh. obviously we all watched the game. But I mean, Bale this isn't a bad one. All right, he almost going. had a triple double. Love that so. Richie, uh, <laughs> Richie, Richie, Rich. Richie combo, huh? These guys, are, these commenters just got it like this. It's not. That Thank enough. you, John. John asked my opinion, <laughs> then he goes straight into Pritchard. He was the first Everyone just wants to talk about Pritchard's name. So he was the first you know one. what? Go Screw ahead. You. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I, I mean, like I mean, a lot of what. Thank you, Joe Sway. Thank you. Thank you, even though I think you're coming from – are you coming from Rockton tonight too? <laughs> you that the, the audio? You just checked the But clock. you missed Joe Spray. The comments were all Brockton while you were gone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Shout out to Brockton. No, listen. I mean, I saw I saw improvement from Rob. I mean, listen. I mean, when you when you, when you think back to the series, I mean, he, they couldn't even play him practically in that series. So, he got 15 minutes tonight. I was hoping to see a little bit more burn from him. I mean, I thought it was more of a litmus test because everyone's talking about Rob this, Rob that, and some of it's – you know, warranted, and he's been playing a lot better. But these are the games that you really have to see where he's at and compare him to. So I look at Bam. I thought Bam had a great game. I mean, almost had a triple-double. Um, he was able to do a lot out there. Um, I thought Thompson was solid against him. But still, not a – Brad didn't go to him a ton in this one. So I think it's still, like, center by committee on this team. Um, but overall, I was – you know, I was happy with the production. Um, you know, they kept, they kept him in check, relatively speaking. I mean, he didn't have one of those – unreal games like he had in the playoff series. So I would take it. Yeah, ten, I think, 10 field goal attempts. I think Brad Stevens was trying to, you know, put the, the two big lineup and, and show that how beneficial it is against someone like Bam Adebayo. I think that was his mindset. I think that's why you saw a lot of minutes for Daniel Tice. You know, what happened in the Eastern Conference Finals still fresh in everyone's minds. If you're Daniel Tice, you're sitting there watching him play in the NBA Finals against the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, how can you not think, I can't wait to face this guy again? I think there's a lot to that, and, and I think that Brad Stevens is going to help with that because he wants to keep Daniel, you know, dialed in and focused, especially on someone like Bam Adebayo. I mean, let's face it, unless some crazy trade happens, who's the best person to go up against him? I mean, don't get me wrong, for, for banging down low in the paint, I love Tristan Thompson, but in transition, in the open floor, that's what Tice is for. Mm -hmm. think the best yeah, minutes think, on Bam tonight. Rob's a hybrid. I think the best, the best minutes on Bam? I think it was Thompson. I think, you know, it was close I between it was the Thompson, two. But but the, the, what I was trying to say is I think that's why Daniel Tess got so much playing time compared to Rob Williams. At the end of the day, there's no BAM stopper at this point per se. Like right. the, Especially what he does offensively. It's so amorphous that uh, you're not just trying to stop him from scoring. Like his passing out of that high post level is insane. 
So there's going to be a variety of bodies to throw at him. I'll, I'll ask you this, Joe Sway. Didn't they look much more suited to kind of hang with him with these the combination of bodies here? Because we all, we all questioned the Thompson signing after a few games. Should they have brought in a wing? Uh, was he worth this? He doesn't look that all that impactful. But you look defensively, the body brings, the nastiness he has out there on bigger guys. It's important. It's a very yeah. important piece to have. No, no question, especially against this team. Because I think these two teams, there's a great chance that they're going to meet each other again in the playoffs. And Brad Stevens and the Celtics have to be thinking about that, about matchup purposes or, or matchup uh, uh, what's best for, for handling Bam Adebayo for everything he does, not just scoring in the paint. And the Celtics, you know, I hate to say it, but I, I saw them blowing that lead. I'm like, it's just way too early. This is way <laughs> too good, way too soon, right? So yeah. I'm waiting for the big run. Miami Wait. goes on a run in, before halftime, but then they go on a second one in the third quarter. And if it wasn't for Jason Tatum, let's face it, guys, I, I mean, that one could have got away from them. Whereas in the fourth quarter, they're not down by a whole lot of points compared to uh, if Tatum doesn't score those 10 points, 10 out of uh, his first 22 points, or excuse me, 10 points out of his first 22 in that third quarter went a long way, especially uh, when guys from like from the second unit, like Grant Williams hitting big a big three and, and, and Shemi Ojale, you know, yeah, that can sort of hold things down sort of bit, but you needed someone like Tatum to bridge the gap to the fourth quarter. And that's exactly what he did. Your burn is back, Josue. What do you say? What, what comment you? Nothing. He thinks I'm ignoring what do you mean? him. It's and that's you, garbage. We know it's you. He's we know it's he's you, like bro. my favorite guy here. You know he was the first one that was like, "Where's Joe Sway at?" So you know it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, can we get? Do you want to get to the Marcus Smart thing, or is it too soon? Yeah. Play? Okay, because Jimmy wants to spend half the show on it, so let's talk about it. <laughs> Did you really? No, I said ten minutes. He <laughs> I mean, said minimum ten minutes. There were some commenters on it here. Uh, you, I mean, you know, Boston, Boston Pea Party could sort of ruin my uh my, my my take I had coming in here, but you know. It's still staying. You know, Marcus Smart, You, everyone is, has scared him to shoot an open three-pointer. Jeez, did you guys see that? I could see him shaking in his shorts. So you're blaming me for that. I'm blaming you <laughs> in the yep. narrative of the majority of those Celtics. Me, fans, and, me and my ill, analysts, what you're saying. Basketball, minds, whatever, whatever you want to label these people. The ones that are saying Marcus Smart don't ever shoot a three-pointer. Well, let me ask did. you this, Josue. Right that's after you did. said that, basically Tatum and Brown scored 10 straight points. And then so, they surrendered seven straight. But do, did the, Mar, Marcus Smart not shooting was a net positive? In the long run, is it? Are you going to Marcus Smart, so here's a look. This I'm is all fine we talked about. Taking ten shots. I'm, that's a perfect number. Ten. Marcus goals. Smart opens like the average three. That was the best shot of that possession. It goes in. Whether it does or doesn't, it's fine. What we said is if he's going to play 30 minutes a game throughout the course of being on the court and playing basketball, he's going to have to shoot. But when you're in late game situations and you're creating looks, you just don't want any of those things to go to Marcus Smart. You certainly don't want him to look to create. That's, that's all I'm saying. So you would rather – so you would not want to see Marcus Smart take a wide-open three and rather him go toe-to-toe with the greatest shot blocker in the NBA, the one who had arguably the greatest block to end the playoff game in the Eastern Conference Finals, you prefer hey, him going about that to the rim against John against uh, I would call him John Adebayo, Bam Adebayo. I want I that. want Tatum to find his space and get his shot off instead of a Marcus shot every time. I don't know, John. Thirty-two seconds. Not because that's the thing. Is, you're not spreading the floor game. here, Josue. This isn't a team that has Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero and you spread right, the floor John, out and Jimmy Butler drives and kicks to one of them. You're kicking to Marcus Smart. I would rather put the ball in the hands of Tatum and Brown. I, I, if I Marcus Smart were a different guy, I wouldn't mind a different guy shooting. I just don't want Marcus Smart shooting. That's my take. 
John, if it's 34 seconds on the clock and there's a two-possession game, why the hell not? You're going to need someone like that because, believe it or not, when you have Tatum and Brown going off the way they do, he's going to get a lot of open shots. Don't crush that confidence, and I'm already seeing it. And, and I hate to say it, I mean, it's not it's, – it's a good thing for the team, but this whole Pritchard thing – how do you think that and I tweeted it earlier Th- this heat team has there's a matchup everywhere on the floor at least two all the time when, when they have hero Robinson Olinick right. or Dragic out there there are guys you can attack every yeah. time that's what I, I you, that, John that's why you saw Carson Edwards play 12 minutes today because remember, Brad Stevens is like, we need an outside shooter to alleviate that pressure from Brown and Tatum because if the outside shots aren't falling, they're going to capitalize. And that's when the defense really thrives for Miami, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the catch-and-shoot numbers, which is really what we're talking about with Smart here. Like, no, you want to really pull up, not catch-and-shoot. Yeah, and, and, and that's where I am with you, John. Like, pull up, you can that's live without Catch-and-shoot, absolutely. Like, he's got to shoot all of those. And we're still talking about a 35% guy on volume this year. He gets most of those, and I think he should get most of those. Brown's getting over 42% in catch-and-shoot. Yeah, and Brown's going to have less of those this year. He would ideally be the guy who takes a lot of those shots. But now he's moved up the chart. He's creating more shots off the bounce. So all of a sudden, you're talking about probably your two When Kemba's out there, you have less of an issue there. Yeah, Brown will be able to move into more of that role later. Right now, it's Smart, it's Ojale, and that's it. Like, Grant, maybe. I'm just saying, at the well drive between those two. And and Neesmith. We watched yet another rookie. We we got to win Smart, wide open threes can can go a long way. Sorry, you cut out. No, no, I was just saying. I'm just saying, if Tatum and and Jalen Brown are getting it done or or they go a little cold down the stretch, those open three-pointers are going to go a really long way. I mean, we've seen that the last two years. It's just the boneheaded, you know, five dribbles, pull-up pull up three-pointers that used to drive us crazy. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Marcus Smart's dumbass. I just want to say this. I think John may have slightly won that debate strictly because his Wi-Fi and audio dominated Joe Sway. No, dude. Really? <laughs> dude, dude you, went, you went back to Brockton Wi-Fi and Fall River Audio, like mid, mid-debate mid there. I, I, so that was the problem. With, with I think you had some good points. Just nobody's going to be able to hear him. It's unfortunate. <laughs> what you're saying makes sense, Joe Sway. You can't have only two guys shoot. It's just every single time it happens – over the course of a season, it's not going to work that way. But in every single individual game, when you see one of these late and close situations and someone other than Tatum and Brown has the ball in their hands, I cringe. Hey, I do. Even if they work it for a good I, shot, that's all. I, I do, too. And I've said this. I, 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 I lean towards John's point, but the, the difference is I'm okay with an open shot. One of those other guys, I, I just – it really has to be, like, the best, best case, like – for that play because I obviously want Tatum Brown shooting it. We saw tonight, we saw Brown and Tatum both hit massive three-pointers late in that fourth quarter. It's honestly, it's what they do now. If you're a Celtics fan, that's what you want to see. And I think that's what John's point is. It's like, I, I don't want to see anyone else shooting the ball late in the game, even if it's, you know, an open shot because he probably feels that Jason Tatum at this point in his career can create space right. and create that open shot. That's what we're. That's what we're saying. Is the, we talked about this last game when when you know Tatum goes off and then Brown went off the game before. Right. Most teams don't have one of these guys. 
you know, you you might have two of them. Not giving one of them the ball in late late in clutch situations is a travesty. You know, like right. you know, people would kill LeBron for passing to like decent shooters when he would create and get doubled in clutch situations in the playoffs and this and that. And be like, you gotta take that shot. Celtics have two of these guys. One of them's gotta more more often than not late in those games between those two. You want the ball in their hands at the very least. And if they do make a pass, you want the guy who does take that shot to be so ridiculously wide open that you're like, okay, fine. Right. That exactly. makes more sense than the contested fall away over out of bio right. because he's wide freaking open. But they got to be right. perfect shots. Yeah. yeah, but that's the thing, John. Jason Tatum didn't always, doesn't always look like this, right? And what I mean by that is like the, the, the full-fledged best player on the court for four complete quarters, right? I mean, besides tonight, when's the last time you did that? Like four complete quarters, like from start to finish. Last game? Yeah. <laughs> well, Wait, sometimes three points in the first quarter. Or oh, that's true. That's quarter. true. You get what I'm saying? Like, no, you're right. We, we did talk about his good. Goals, you know, he had that good start. And then, and then what happened in that third quarter uh, just, last game? Right? There was about a was four a, to five minute. There was about a four to five minute span where he didn't touch the ball, and the Celtics lead or the Celtics uh, uh, deficit was growing. And I think that's when he sort of took control and that's when he changed the course of the game. But, I mean, he didn't have to do that this time because he was doing it all through throughout the, the, the night. Yeah, sorry. I might be dumb. I just got mad all over again because I didn't realize how quick that deficit – do you know that <laughs> that's something – That's what I'm saying. You know how much like, – 10-point lead? It was like 40 seconds. One seven, with 117, they had a 10-point lead. Yeah. And it was tied. Like, you're right, like 40 seconds. I, I wasn't lying. I went to get my iPad. I came back and I was like, guys, wait. I, I have to talk about this game. Me and, too. Like, what, what just happened? Guys, we're, we're freaking out about the offense and smart and all You're this stuff. Out. This team has a top three, top four offense to start this year. So what they're doing is working. The defense is the problem here. This is what we got to talk about. Like, and you can look at Smart there. He's a phenomenal defender. He's someone who should be lifting up the team defense. I don't give a damn about his shooting right now. He's drilling. He's been phenomenal on that end of the floor. Defensively, this team's just driving me crazy. Like, I know they yeah. just played and the Heat are struggling and they were in the Eastern Conference Finals too. They got to be better because the Celtics had phenomenal offensive stretches in this game. Even that 13-0 run that, you know, we talk about the late game execution there. Right before that, Marcus Smart was a huge part of leading that 13-0 run, hitting Tice on the move and all that stuff. So I'm fine with his offense. He's going to have to take if he's the lead ball handler on this team. And you bring up Kemba John. When he gets back, that'll push him into even more of an off-ball role. But when he's the main ball handler in the offense, when he's the point guard, even on that last play, you got to show you can take it there. And it ultimately led to something good. It was a decent look in there against you know tough defense. L let me ask you guys a question. Is it possible we overrated Tyler Hero? Not yeah, not, well, us. Well, not us. Well, that's a loaded question. Yeah, not us. That's a yeah, loaded true. question. I think we all have him rated different You three. Just you three. I probably listen, I probably did because I was like, you can't even trade him for Harden, right? If you're the Heat. So like obviously <laughs> that was a little crazy. But like but did, looking did you say that? I forgot that. Well, like, I mean what I meant was like, you can't really, if you're the heat, why would you want to blow up your team? You have such a good thing going. It wasn't like, oh, I wouldn't trade mm. Hero for Harden. Yeah, I said I would have like, done that in two seconds. <laughs> what, would you do for the, what would you do to the team? But my point being, obviously, I was rating him super high. After what we saw him right. do to the Celtics in the playoffs, how could you not? If you're a Celtics fan, I mean, this guy, like, was 
you know, he killed you. He killed you. So, of course, he's going into the season rating him high. But I'm still high on him. I mean, you know, he's playing his role on the team. And he's, you know, third, fourth option out there if you want to talk about Dragic. So, I mean, he's, you know, he's a young player. And he's going to be in this league for a long time. And he's only going to get better. So, I don't know. Wherever you guys rated him is where you rated him. But he's still a stud. Yeah, I think within the context of this team, we always talk about Marcus Smart in that way with the Celtics. Like, you know, Marcus Smart wouldn't be carrying a Harden trade the same way here, wouldn't. But both teams like those guys. You know, both teams maybe say no in those situations because they fit into something that these teams are doing here. I still look at this Miami team, and I, this is what my thought was coming out of this game, and I say the Celtics could be better than them again, you know, fully loaded this year. There's still that thing, though that won yeah. the Heat that series last year, that it still felt like the Heat kind of had on the Celtics tonight. Like, just snapping into their system, executing at the highest level in, like, those 50 seconds right there. You don't see anything like that from the Celtics, but the Heat still have this system, this cohesion between them. Even that defense, like, they were just rolling like a machine offensively through parts of this game, whether it was the end or that uh, third quarter stretch there where Bam and Jimmy were just ripping them apart. Uh, None of these players, and you guys said this during the uh, series last year, none of these players individually, Jimmy Butler even, like blow you away. And that's kind of where Hero's at. Like he's had great moments just like Butler has through these last two years. But that collective, the way they come together is just, it, it kind of makes me think that this could be the finals team out of the East again. Defense, the probably. I think, I think it's what it is, man. I think that he could win the East again. Yeah, and I think it's the defense going to get them there. Sure, late game execution. Are, are you Jimmy, sure? Jimmy I'm wondering, and a few other weapons, but it's going to be the defense that gets them there. Are you sure? I like again. I'm wondering whether we uh, we might have overrated the Heat as well last year. But well, think about it like this: the Heat were like they were no pun intended. They were the hottest team. They, they were, were the four seed, the you know. <laughs> they were the hottest team in that bubble, and it just right through the playoffs. So, I mean, maybe they caught lightning in a bottle in that bubble, and they had everything going for them. Good vibes. And, you know, they made it to the NBA Finals and then the better team A couple team things won. went. They were a yeah. bad matchup for Miami oh, during the year. We knew that. Butler, I mean, for, for Milwaukee, Jimmy. Butler, yeah. Yeah, Butler told me, like. Right, that's it? true. That's true, Back too. in December, when he came to Boston, he was like, we're, we're doing something really special here. No one's talking about it, and that's the way we like it. Oh, whatever. Everybody says that. that. But they still no, had to win. I, I didn't believe him. I should have. Everybody, guys nobody respects us. Uh, you know, again, everybody says that. <laughs> yeah, I will say this, though. We've got enough talent in this locker room. Like, I get it. That's freaking every, that's every eight seed that gets bounced in a, in a sweep. Right. I he will say that. Record, he wouldn't let me record him. Like, I got a one-on-one. Come on, man. Let me record what you just said. He's like, no, don't say it. Don't, don't, don't record that. I was like, all right, Jimmy. But that's Jimmy Butler's attitude. I'm just saying they ran into, as Jimmy mentioned, things broke for them. You know, they, they, they were a good matchup with uh, Milwaukee, and then Giannis got hurt in, like, game two and played on one leg or didn't play for mm -hmm. a bit. I'm, they might have won that series anyway. They You're pushed the Lakers. Out Gordon um, there as well. So that obviously helped. Kemba was, you know, uh, you know what on the downswing from – Yeah, uh, Kemba wasn't himself. Gordon wasn't himself. And, and then they had the Jimmy Butler game, and that's what other. kept them from an embarrassing two, one. Two Butler games. They went 4-2 in that right. series. And, you know, they were and right that there that kept them away from getting absolutely – embarrassed right they had, they had injuries too Dragic was out bam got hurt in that series so and yeah, yeah I remember that. Right. <laughs> that whole no, bam listen. thing he wasn't hurt in game six against boston but then he was hurt in the finals yeah <laughs> i mean when you're talking about you know teams that are going to be there competing for the eastern conference 
you know, championship, of course, that you put the heat up there. So, I mean, I don't think that's like a crazy take by Bobby by any means. I think a lot of people expect the heat to be up there. It's just a matter of who's going to emerge. And I think really the heat were never the most talented team at, at any point last season. They were just playing the best team basketball in the bubble. And I think it really did. I, I think more than any other season that mattered because you were just like with your teammates in this confined space and you just really needed to be clicking on all cylinders to serve, you know, to sort of survive each series. So shout out to them. I mean, they, they earned it. They earned it. Absolutely. But I don't know if they're like clear and above better than other, these other teams in the East. If you want to go down the line, I still they like missed, my Pacers. They miss Jay Crowder a little bit. I know John will love Oh God. <laughs> I think they'll be all right. I, you you know my feelings on Jay Crowder. I'll say this. I'll say this unequivocally. The Celtics could absolutely use a Jay Crowder right now. Unbelievable oh, to hear that come out of your mouth was like wow. <laughs> well, but that's the point. Is it's all context. No, he said AJ Crowder. He didn't say Jay Crowder. When Jay oh, Crowder okay. is your untradeable <laughs> asset, as your isn't Semi Ojale their Jay Crowder right now? When Jay Crowder was <laughs> here. People Sadly, were yeah. talking about him like he was a fringe all-star and like right. you can't trade Jay Crowder or we're fine. Give me a break. Jay Crowder is exactly what he is, which is a really nice uh, rotation player. You know, 3 and D, tough, exactly what and yeah, and you and lacking wing depth right now right. and struggling on defense. Absolutely, Jay Crowder. I was going to say, you put him your, in the a cornerstone piece, that, which is what the Celtics fans were trying to tell us he was when he was here. Yeah, I was gonna say, you put him in his locker room. He's gonna boost it. You know, that's exactly that thing we awesome. did in my room. Yeah, every team you know, makes the playoffs. Oh, there it is. So Crowder's the miss, the missing link. Then I like him. I, I like him. Crowder I like because you. Crowder replaced oh. Jeff Green. So he will ever have. A, he will always have a place in my heart. You, he you came pretty in. much replaced Jeff Green like mid game, and like Jeff Green never smelled the court after that again. And then Crowder just came in gunning. Like after that Rondo yeah. trade, like he just. Yeah, gave that team a little burst. I, Everyone was why, like, "Who's this Crowder guy?" That's why. That's why Celtics fans cool. fell in love with him too, because the, the team was just nothing. And then he came in, and this was even before Isaiah, and they started winning a few games with yep. them. Uh, that them, Atlanta one gave them some heart, gave them some attitude out there, and it, it it sort of propelled them into the next tier of teams. Would have been a cool return. I don't. I don't rule that out entirely, John. But I think. Thompson's probably a better investment of that mid-level money. I know you can always use it the next year, even if you bring him back two years. But uh, it's it's tricky because I still look <laughs> at this defense. If <laughs> so true, um, yeah, I was gonna try to hold off my lap on these, but some of these is too hard, man. <laughs> I've been I've been out of the chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That was the impression, right there. <laughs> Yeah, just wipe Vaseline all over your camera, pretty much, bro. Kinda. What it look like? What's going How do on I check you? my voice messages? <laughs> and then he popped oh, back man. in and didn't say a word, and just like you saw, like from here to here of his face. <laughs> yeah, God, he was like underwater during that shot. I think he was like in the great, great pussy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it's Jane could impact the defense in some way, I'd consider it because to, to Jimmy, you, this one's for you. Oh, that's a great question. Oh, that's a, that's a great one. question. Crafties of the crafties. Can you have a – I think Pritchard's more craftier than Hero. I'll say that. But Hero's got that Hero's – a, Hero's a scorer. Yeah, Hero's a scorer. But, man, can he not Pritchard's play a, a lick of freaking defense 
Tatum Tatum was licking his chops. Isn't Pritchard's defense surprising? Like that was supposed to be a big weak point for him, and he's he's bringing he's fitting in so far. Well, defense is effort in a lot of cases, and I think everyone would would see that he was definitely bringing the effort when he's out. He's going full full on. I mean, practically full court press out there at times. So um, I don't know maybe that's going to slow down a little bit. Which crafty player will have a better career, Pritchard or Hero? It's a tough one. We're, uh, to be determined. To be determined. Right, right now. <laughs> one nothing, Pritchard. It's one nothing, Pritchard. So. Hero did it in the NBA playoffs. We'll see. Rivalry is born tonight. One nothing, Pritchard. Hero's playoff run was incredible, and that's that's where that's where you make well, your yeah. money there. That's Hayward's why. got like forty five tonight or something. Yeah. yeah. Producing that top spot. Did they win or lose though? I mean, the Rosier oh, won. They compete with each other every night. They are. Now he's going to want to get traded from Charlotte because Rosier's too good. <laughs> Rosier, 14. Oh. I just need to go somewhere where I could be me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who yeah, I more myself. I want to be What's more. That? Who is Charlotte playing? Atlanta. Oh, all right. Two bad defenses. 44 against up. Atlanta is like 20 against every other oh, team. Don't do them like that. 44. <laughs> It's a what's Atlanta giving up? 148 per game. What was that, that Brooklyn? That Brooklyn game was Hornets, though. You're supposed to do that. That Brooklyn game was in the 140s. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. No, think of the Celtics defense. If we were talking Hawks every night, that defense would just have me passing out. Like, come play some defense, please, NBA. I think the lowest defensive rating in the league to start this year is 111. Like, can you can you believe that? They're not. I mean, they're just, Bobby, I feel like you know what it is, guys. I feel like the preseason just ended like a week ago or so. Like I, I think these guys are just now in yeah. the swing of things. Like look at all these lopsided scores we saw. You know, not, not so much this week, but last week or the week before. Jeez, like it was AAU. Oh look, Philly's playing yeah. defense. They're actually ninety nine at the top yeah. of the league. All right, Philly. Philly. Philly's playing defense. They draw. They gave one thirty six tonight. Wizards <laughs> giving up one twenty two a game. Oh one twenty three. Holy wow. Speaking of the Wizards, we got the um, – I think we're – are they here Friday? Friday, yep. Oh, is that the next game? That's yep. interesting. That's a good, That's going to be a really good one for the defense. Beal coming off 60 points tonight. Yeah, he had 55 in 28 minutes or something. Yeah, he's going for that scoring title or just an all-star selection at this point. Because, <laughs> you know, averaging yeah. 28 points last year didn't do it. Yeah, are they doing an all-star game? It was 28 points. Uh, all yeah, star, he was eight awesome. points and didn't make the All Star team. I don't think sure. they're doing anything All Star week this year. It's just going to be a break. Should be a question. You guys probably Try know, but who leads nope. the league in assists? Peyton Westbrook. Pritchard. Nope. Uh, Not a guard. Rondo. N- who? Not a guard. Not a, not a guard. No. Jokic. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, he, he had the 18 the assist game. 11.9. Miles Turner leads in blocks by almost like a two to one, but that's okay. That's all he does. We don't, talk, we don't talk about Miles Turner. John, we don't talk about Miles Turner. <laughs> Celtics fans get very upset. Yes. I love how we've reached Everybody. this finality. Yeah. <laughs> we've reached this finality where we don't have to do Hayward segments anymore and no more Turner segments until we play the Pacers again. Well, the Pacers are winning. And they're winning a lot. They're excellent, so. and it's a bonus, though. Like he, they have utilized him so well to start this year. Good team. He looks like he's gonna be an All Star. Brogdon is a beast too. Imagine if Danny Ainge signed Brogdon instead of Kemba. Oh, 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 man, that would be nice. 
And I like Kemba, no offense to Kemba, but if it, he's just not healthy. That's the only issue. But if you had a healthy Brogdon on your on your Celtics team right now, oh my God. Yeah, I guess if you look at those physicals and say, hey, there's something here with Kemba, and if that's yeah. what they did at that time, you might do that. But if they were just saying, you know, we're getting healthy Kemba and we're rolling with it, right, that first right. year Kemba was pretty good. No, you can't second guess it, but I'm just, it's just, I know Brad Stevens was a huge Malcolm Brogdon fan prior to him hitting free agency. I think so. yeah, that's a, that's actually a similar question what Bernadoni posed. I think it was a week ago. He said, "But I want to trade Hayward at the deadline." You know, they actually could have got something for Hayward at the deadline, and that made me think, like, you know, what was the value of last year? Because I feel like this team mm. legitimately could have won the championship. The value of last year is the team could have won the championship. Yeah, and yeah. like I I I right. go back in time and I say, you sign Kemba and you keep Hayward and you give it that run because if Hayward was healthy, who knows what they could have done, but. Now, in retrospect, you would have not signed Kemba and traded Hayward. It's tough to say. Never. I would love Covington on the public. That's exactly. Covington's been bad to start this year. That was my worst prediction. Portland, they're last in defense. How about and- let him go, Portland? I couldn't believe Butler's numbers. Who's? I couldn't believe Jimmy Butler's numbers coming into this game. Yeah, he's got off to a like, slow start. Plus, he plus he was hurt. He missed he was a couple. Hurt. He missed- Ten points a game. I mean, just really, really crap start. Well, if you remember that East Conference Finals, we said a lot of that too. But ultimately, end of games, stuff like that, those breakout yeah. transition runs, all that kind of stuff, and the passing. Like he's just not a stats guy, especially at this point in his career. He might never be a stats guy again. But there's again, it's a, that reason. Would you take Tatum or Butler? Not even close at this point. And with the number two options, Brown or Dragic? Not even close. But there's still something about these two Bam. teams that like levels Bam. them out. Yeah, Bam or Brown. Who would you take, Bam or Brown? That's a good question. That is a very good question. It depends what the rest of your team looks like. I'm yeah. always going to yeah. default to the wing, though. Yeah, I think I lean Brown too, but it's very close. It's just the wing wings have more value. Yeah, we have the question too of you know what does Brown look like actually leading this team with the start so far? You know, being a lot off Tatum. I actually thought I criticized him for that a little bit after last game. He looked good leading the second unit tonight. Great assist to Tice, uh, in control. Had a few turnovers early, but overcame that later. This was his roughest night uh, he's had yet. He went on a one attempt shooting stretch midway through this game. Uh, missed seven straight at the rim to open it. Uh, still ended up having a pretty good night, though, I thought, overall. couple interesting names here on the TPE. Uh, we've heard all of the ones with, you know, you've heard Gordon, Grant, Covington. Yabuselli is, is out there. I think that's <laughs> something we could talk about. Abdel Nader. He, he said that so seriously. It actually got me for a second. It got you for a second. No, um, Julius Randle name I've seen popped up, popping up recently. Julius Randle? How are you going to get him? I don't know. <laughs> oh, great. Then they can play a three-big line. Yeah, right? <laughs> He's not a true big. He's beasting this year, though. He's and here's another year, one. Though. We talked about this prior to the season. Low key. Yo, that's, you talked about it. This I want, I, I did. want that. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> that want was that you. No, no key. No key. I'm good. I'm good on that. He is that, an expiring contract. He, uh, he is. I think I don't think you can go wrong with any expiring contract because you can sit them on the bench if they're not a great matchup at all for a game. Except Doug McDermott. You were very against Doug McDermott, who was on an expiring contract. Yeah, Bobby. That kind of, <laughs> again, Apology, they couldn't, tra- they couldn't trade Hayward for McDermott, but yeah, McDermott's been fine to start this year. Um, 
I wouldn't say no to a Linux. I know, but it just doesn't really, you know. It doesn't help you all that much. But right. How much does that really boost the Celtics? Yeah, you're looking Red higher. For sure. He shoots. I thought he killed Miami to open this game. Like, that just played right in the Boston's it hand. It did not help. That team out there. <laughs> it did not help. That was a weird small moment. That was not a good move by him. Yabaselli's one case, but come on. James Young? Come on, guys. No? The lefty wing? James Young? I'm still really just say James Young. I'm still fairly I'm still fairly fixated on these uh, Spurs guys. DeMar DeRozan, Lamarcus Aldridge. They're both one year deals. Actually, I actually I think DeRozan's a little outside of the TPE range. Uh, but Aldridge fits into it fairly perfectly. And you can still keep that they're gonna roll with two bigs, I guess. Like tonight might have actually been the matchup, but like as long as they don't have wings, they're just gonna keep running two bigs and Aldridge can probably help you a little bit in that aspect if the Spurs keep collapsing the way they have. But I'm trying to think of who else. Like names we you have. You couldn't get. You couldn't get Randall. Who, who's can't get any of these guys. That up? You can't oh, get yeah. Randall. He's he's beating you right now. Zion? Can you get Zion? DeRozan's balling right now. Would you trade Zion for Pritchard? I don't know. I like Terrence Ross, but it's nothing crazy. What else know? do we get? Speaking speaking of Orlando, T. Ross, T. T Ross would be nice because he can drain those threes in the corner. Yeah, once he gets going, look out. There's well, no- I don't want Ross, but he, I'm. He used to crush the Celtics. We talked a lot about Orlando. Marco Fultz tore his ACL today. Yeah, so they're not going in a great direction after that, I would imagine. Now Gordon's played well to start the year, but Fultz is a big part of what they do there. And never go in the right direction, Bobby. I feel like they always start like this, and it drives me crazy because everyone gets all excited and they're like, "Oh, Orlando could, could make the playoffs or actually make a push," and then they just plummet. And are they that? Know. Are they that sneaky Harden trade trade team? Like I've had my eye on them in that aspect too. They have Gordon. That I mean, video. if they can remain relevant, you know. James Harden's not gonna not gonna do anything for that team. Nothing. Well, I think what's interesting, and we talk about well, Brooklyn yeah, too. I hurt players could actually help teams in a trade for Harden. We think as Dinwiddie with the Nets, he might have actually more value in a trade from Brooklyn's perspective now because he's a wash for them. Like he's an expiring contract. He does have bird rights, but he's probably not going back there. They could trade him more easily now than they could before, and when he was fitting and they were playing great. I say the same for Fultz for the Magic. Like you have another setback with Fultz now. If Houston values Fultz and they want to wait out that year and get him back next year, he signed long term now. There's even a greater case to trade him, Gordon. Uh, who's the other guy who's injured? Yeah, I'm sure that will go over great in Houston. Let's trade James Harden for Markel Fultz, who just blew out his knee. Good th- trade. Well, well Fultz done, is probably. Everybody. Fultz was probably off the table before this in any trade for Harden. So, like, you open yourself up to some talents you probably might or might not have gotten before if you're them. Houston's rebuilding. Like, the, yeah, if well, you, that's the thing, Bobby. If you're rebuilding, if I'm Houston, give me everything. Give me yeah. Eric Gordon. Give me two bigs, Mo Bamba. You know, yeah, they're rebuilding. They're not. They're not rebuilding with guys rehabbing. I mean, they want players <laughs> who can play, dude. Well, you know what that not helps to you do. Markel Fultz. <laughs> not to mention Markel Fultz. I don't know if you heard. Bit of a you know, all over the place in his career so far. Yeah. I know he's he didn't played well. Damn, John, you have, have to kick the dude out, man. Jeez. I'm just talking. Yeah. You know what? After that take, see ya. <laughs> Where'd you go, uh, dude? What is he doing? Oh, he's, do- oh, he's doing the Nick. He's doing the Nick, bro. This is what he does when he gets dominated. Yeah, in yeah. He Nick loses his connection. Like 10 then. He loses connection. Comes back. You, you remember the else. SNL sketch where they did with, uh, with the governor from uh, – of no, the Zoom, the Zoom skit? New York, no. 
Okay. Anyway, um, Bobby, can you talk around, buddy? If I'm going to finish, let's do this. If you had a, you know, do, you know, put some, put some money on the line and, you know, we threw some money in a pot right now and said, where's Harding going to end up? I'm actually picking Orlando right now. All right. I'll take your money. I'll pick Toronto. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Who has a better package, Toronto or Orlando? Toronto. Who's Orlando's package? Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, another injured guy that they could give up fairly yeah. easily. Has some I'm going to go water my tree, Mark guys. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Don't bother. He hates you, Bobby, you might be right that you, you might be right that Orlando has a better package, but that doesn't necessarily tell me that they're going to want to make that trade. Because, and I, if you if you're trading those players, are you talented enough anymore to win with just James Harden? I don't that's, know if you are. That's a good question. That could keep Harden are. in the year through the end of the year, ultimately. Um, but I do think, right. uh, you know, you got Vucevic there. You'd probably fight to keep Gordon in that case. But, you know, they have Terrence Ross, too. Ultimately, though, we're talking about a team stuck in the middle. So maybe even with just Harden, you can boost your level a little bit with that group and some role players. Like It's not like Houston's been throwing out all-stars there between Daniel House and Ben McLemore and some of these other guys. Like, even at center last year, it's P.J. Tucker. Like, you know, he's done a lot with a little before. And I just think, you know, Orlando's in this desperate spot. Now, does ownership get behind that? That's a whole other question there. But, but what, uh, what major free agent has ever gone to Orlando? Like, it's not that type of a of – a Well, that's, that's my point, too. Like, they don't have a chance to acquire a player like that ever. Like, this is literally the only chance. Yeah, I still but, like Toronto better like, though because would I mean, he stick around? You have the championship pedigree. But, you have Pascal Siakam, who's you know uh, struggling at the moment. But <laughs> if you're Houston, you take it. I mean, he's not exactly 22, but you saw the numbers that he put together last year, and maybe a change change of scenery is is in order. And then uh, you know whether we're talking the other wings, with Bobby uh, Big, you know, you got options. Yeah, I think I think it's a better package deal to compare to Orlando. I want to say this on our YouTube channel. Uh, Jeff retracted his Jalen Brown statement today. He did. Officially, after he eight did. games. You yeah. know, wow. games, but you yeah. can check that video out on wow. our YouTube channel after the show. I would have held on to it a little Jeff. tighter, but <laughs> eight games. <laughs> Lesser men would have held on to that take for a lot longer. Yeah, man. Now you come in swinging with another take. Everyone's gonna be like, ah, this is the Jalen Brown dude. Nah. Now, exactly. now he could have held on to it for one more game and actually had a little bit of a case out of this on the night. This is the first game where Brown struggled a little bit, but man, that's how good those first eight were. <laughs> and you know what? Brown Brown struggled, but he was still there at the end of the game, hit that big three. Big corner third, yeah. You know, he still filled yeah. out the box scores, like he's still doing enough out there where I mean he did have that rough, rough start and, and that's okay. It's going to happen. You know, every player goes through him and that's when you have a guy like Tatum to sort of pick you up, you know, and it's vice versa. So how, how do you know when a Christmas tree is dying? I don't know. I'm keeping an eye on that. Really all the, all the pine needles fall, start falling. They start off. to fall yeah. off. This thing, yeah. like I you said, the, the, the joke isn't that I still have it up. The joke is that I got it. Like it went up late. So it has yeah. more time. The joke is yeah. that I, I have three children, and I deprived them of a Christmas tree until like December twenty third. We like so there, there's zero pine needle falling off that tree right we're now. We're like, oh my god, it's tired. And we're like, it's in its prime. It's in its prime. That's the crime. This thing's fresh as can be. I, I might have this thing until friggin' President's yeah. Day. John's got the, uh, the the Christmas Day freshness going right now. Right now, it's supposed to be Christmas Day on that tree. Right, it's fragrant. 
listen, yeah. uh, I'm all for my neighbors keep they have a, obviously a fake tree. So if you have a fake tree, horrific. But they'll keep their tree up for like three months. It's up. It's up in like March. Just because they Bobby, like how you it looks. should have a stalker in this chat. You've been paying attention, right? Yeah, I see it. I mean, I've noticed them before. I can't give them too much attention. Stalker. Yeah, tell them take it easy, Bobby. Well, I mean, I don't have an account named after me. <laughs> Not yet. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Touche. Oh, Bamba. All right, yeah. That's another guy you could throw in a trade there. Like, they just have a lot of guys you would tra- – like this guy, were you training for Harden? This guy, were you training for Harden? You're probably nodding your head a little bit there. You make a there point, is. though, Jimmy. Like the the biggest question for all of these teams is do you deprive yourself of so much in that trade that it's not even worth getting them back? I think that's that could be the biggest thing stalling every trade right now. That was the biggest one with the Celtics, honestly. No, I agree. I mean, Thank uh, you, James Harden's like almost like too good to be traded, essentially, right? I mean, Oh, we got a new top pick for the TPE in the comments. Did you see the one that just went by, John? Which one? Myers. Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard, wow. Myers Leonard, okay. (laughs) Acquirable? I'd say so. (laughs) You could get him. You have tradable assets for him. (laughs) Those are gone. Oh, man. Right, good. So Celtics... What are they now? Six and three? Is that what we're talking about? Three games games above six and three. You got Washington. You got Miami coming back in. I was looking for 500. Like, they're rolling right now. And it is that offense. That offense is just through the roof right now. I would, I think, in terms of efficiency, they're probably third right now. They came into tonight, what, with an offensive rating of, you know, top five in the league, I would say. Just outside at seven. Yep. So I'd say they're in top five range at this point after after this game. Like the efficiency that they're rolling with tonight, especially against some good defenses to start this year, Milwaukee, uh, Miami, that's what makes me say they're ahead of schedule. And that actually makes me feel better than the defensive issues make me feel bad, but it's close. It's very close. Uh, we did, um, we did uh, put up a poll. We thought we had a winner, but – I, there were some pretty good, uh, pretty good Pritchard um, things earlier in the night. What, what did you guys like from tonight? This was the one we had from the other night. Oh, I love, I love that. that one. That was tweeted, great. Yeah, that, that dude tweet, tweeted me that I had to retweet. Is that, that who? Is that who Joe Sway Burner is? <laughs> no, that's, out the no, that was the, no, that was just. The, no, no, that's the one who came up with credit. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. We did have that one. That was pretty good. We had payday. Payday was good, but it didn't get any traction. That there were some good ones sense. earlier. I like that too. Isn't that what's that candy bar? That one's a. It's a candy bar. Right. Also, like Boston you know, Pea is not, like, not a nickname. Payday, though. it's like money. It's like money. You know, like. How is Boston Pea Party not a not a nickname? It's a, like like Jimmy and I were talking the other day. It's almost like a cut line, you know, like instead. Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah. But. But it's, I feel it's, like it's like an experience. An it's experience just funny. I just like saying it. I just like saying it because it's funny. I know it's probably not ever going to be a, his actual nickname. You can just call him Party P. Man, oh, what's the one that I like? The, one with, the other one was good, too. Was a Dude, few Terry, good. I like Payday, bro. Shout out to I Terry. like Payday, I like too. It. See you, man. 
Payday's like, you know, money. Like, he's money. Payday. What were the other ones? We had Little Pritchard. That's never going to stick. Which is never going to stick. There was Pritch Perfect. Didn't love that one. Also a cut line. Yeah, it is a cut line. Nick sent me like 40 memes. Of course he did. Did Nick have any suggestions? One of these? No. He sent me all these weird things of Jimmy dancing. (laughs) That's troubling. I guess. (laughs) To say the least. I I can tell you that I was... Never dance. And Nick has no video footage of me dancing. That is a fact. No, it's like your head on something. So three out of the four yeah, of us officially you know, have. It's, it's Photoshop. Yeah. Three out of the four of us officially have stalkers now with that uh, news on Jimmy. Yeah. Well, it's a very unfortunate news. Well, who's Joe Sway's stalker? Is it his burner? Joe Sway's burner. Nice. He's and also I got the guy who keeps showing Bobby. He gave you a line to use. No, I mean... I guess a stalker can have its benefits. I'm looking for like girl stalkers like that. Well, <laughs> not not quite. I guess maybe. Jimmy's thinking out loud. Quite stalker status, I I added this it one. It starts with girls. This one I, really I added. This tenacious one. P, not bad. I I get that reference. I made that one up, um, and I and I attributed it to our garden report folks, but I like it. Tenacious P. I like that one. That one passes payday probably. Yeah. So I threw it out there. I mean, if we're talking t-shirt. I like, taken. Come on, people. Do your homework. I like P. Crafty. Boy, Crafty mom. P. Crafty P. Oh, yeah. Crafty P. That's what it was. That's the one I like. Crafty P, man. I also said Faster P instead of Master P. Faster P. <laughs> Like Christmas tree. Raptors are Christmas tree is today's Brockton Wi-Fi. It's the pl- it's the played out joke of the day. Um, all right, I think we've done enough damage. We got another game on Friday, so we'll be back for more. Uh, we had up over a thousand in here again today, which was awesome. So thank you guys for joining. Uh, Celtics beat the Heat. It is a school night, so we are going to wrap it up. Um, yep. guys, Tatum guys, versus Beal on Friday. Yeah. Final thoughts. Uh, the two the two big lineups. Let's see if they have a huge start in the next game because I I think Brad I think he's gonna stick with it. So let, let's see how. A, did he lose a bet or something? I think he's uh sticking with his ways and he's just trying to prove everyone. Hey, I think, give yeah. me ten games. Give me ten tonight, games. So this is it. Tonight was matchup Olenek <laughs> and Bam on that. Although, if they didn't know the other side starters, who knows? But we'll see. Next game will be the answer, right? I mean, the Washington goes a little bit too big with Bertans on that wing, but they're also spread out and shooting a lot. I, it's, I, I, if I had a guess, they'd probably stick with it for a coherency standpoint. And I think Brad actually likes the way they're playing offense and believes that they can play good defense. I haven't seen anything to make me believe that, but we'll see. My final thoughts are <laughs> we're going streaking. Three straight wins for the Celtics. Getting on a little roll here. I like what I'm seeing from – Obviously, from this, the two-headed monster of Tatum and Brown. I like what I'm seeing from Pritchard. Seems like they're all getting into a little bit of a rhythm, a little bit of a groove. So, three-game winning streak, you should win Friday. So, that brings you a four-game winning streak. And then you get another rematch with the Heat. So, no breaks here. Really looking forward to that next game with the Heat. I like seeing these two teams face each other. I just think they uh, provide challenges for each other where – whether we're talking Jason Tatum and Brown on the wing when they're really feeling it, 
or the, the hot outside shooting from the Miami Heat. I mean, Celtics just struggle with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bobby? I got to say, we almost didn't have a game tonight. Two teams left the floor pregame. Put out an awesome statement. I thought it was succinct, fitting of everything that happened today in the country. And, um, you know, we ultimately had a game at the end. I think the quote they used was they want to bring some uh, joy into people's lives. I know that's kind of what we did tonight as well with the show. But, uh, you know, you got to mention that as well. Uh, I think they came close to not having this game tonight when both teams met before, put out a good statement. Both teams look pretty engaged despite everything happening, and the Celtics winning in spite of all that was, um, you know, pretty inspiring tonight. Yeah, and Stevens had some strong words prior to the game as well. Um, as far as the game goes, obviously that was the uh, predominant story throughout the country today. Um, as far as this game goes, uh, my final thought on this is I wonder if we're uh, just idiots, which we probably well, we are. Yeah, um, we are. You don't have to wonder. Yeah. Uh, because again, it's, I, what are we like? <laughs> Can't wait to hear what your point is. Other than what they were idiots. I mean, some of the stuff we saw early in the season looked like alarm bell bad, right? It's still there though. It's yeah. still some it stuff is, like and that's what I, that's what I'm not sure is, um, it, like, you still see they? things here where you're like, oh, they'll be fine. And then you see others, which is like, this is on the brink of disaster. And I can't quite get a handle on what this team is. Like, we definitely are dumb uh, because this isn't what we do for – I mean, we're not professional friggin' talent evaluators or basketball coaches. We just have opinions. We watch a shit ton of basketball. But things looked like they were teetering on the brink of disaster almost right out of the gate, which is like, whoa, this team's going to have a lot of problems with this. No, no wing depth, no bench depth, not enough shooting. This big lineup isn't working. There's so many things not working, yet it's working. And I can't quite figure out why. I mean, well, outside I think- of Tatum and Brown just being some That's it. <laughs> next level. Right. That's it. I mean, they have carried this team yeah. to an unbelievable degree. We know what the leaps Brown has taken, but I think Tatum, even as a playmaker, has been ahead of schedule early on. And, you know, Pritchard has helped tremendously. We talk about Rob. Ginormous help. Uh, but the defensive concerns and, you know, is Thompson going to get fully up to speed? There's still a million different questions surrounding Tatum and Brown. But – Tatum and Brown give them that floor, where I think all of us believe now they're going to be above that playoff uh, or play-in tournament line at this point. They still could be six. They still could be five, depending on how things break. But, uh, you know, Brown and Tatum, we had high expectations for them coming in, and they have absolutely blown through it. And it might be as simple as that. And, again, a lot of commenters. um... It is. That's a huge part of it. But also, I think, you know. This one's dumb, but it made me laugh. (laughs) <laughs> we get so caught up watching the Celtics. Head, we don't we don't realize that other teams are going through their own issues me. too. So yeah. you play a team like the Heat today, or you play a team like the Raptors, for example. They've got their own issues too. So um, you know it's probably easy to forget that when you're just focused on one team as much as we are or fans are. But every yeah. team's going through some early season struggles. I think the difference is besides Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum is. A couple of guys are really stepping up, whether it's, you know, Shemi hitting some shots, whether it's Grant Williams recently, Rob Williams. So that's right. – it's a superstar league. You're only going to go as far as your superstar I just saw the false injury. Ugh. Oh, yeah. it's that bad, huh? Only going to go as far as your superstars take you, but your your depth is going to take you to the promised land in the end. 
Yeah, I think. Yeah, the, but that's again. I just remember I'm, how stagnant they that were. That is my closing thought. I can't get it. I can't got a handle on some on, on that team. And Jimmy, I'm sorry to interrupt. The false thing just popped on the screen in front of me. No, that's all good. I wasn't saying anything important, anyways. Yeah, it was brutal news to start this day. Um, all right, guys, that's it. I think uh, you know we'll uh, we're back Friday uh, with uh, Jimmy, who I promise not to cut off next time. Um, <laughs> and uh, we're still seeking a better nickname. Look, we know Fast PP is. We know Celtics Twitter is undefeated when it comes to this stuff. We're not necessarily challenging them. We just – there's a better one out there. We just haven't found it. Collectively, it's out there. We're searching for it. Send it to us, okay? The winner gets a free month of Brockton Wi-Fi. <laughs> Joe Sway couldn't even hear that joke because his Wi-Fi is- – <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, got the 2g rocking over there um uh that's it but um we will wrap it up again jimmy toscano uh josue pavone bobby manning uh and uh, me christmas tree johnny z uh we will uh, <laughs> see you guys on friday <laughs>